Let's talk to the Chief Executive of the Home Team, the Highlanders, Roger Clark, who joins the programme. Morning, Roger. Good morning, team. Are we looking at, I mean, is this the biggest goddamn fixture this season for you guys? Yeah, oh, look, it is. And it, it always is. That local derby is always a great game. But, yeah, look, the sales for this game uh, have sort of peaked all year, really. It started in, uh, as soon as we went on sale in February and, and, and it outsold the other two games, you know, every day we went on sale. So, look, we're going to have a massive crowd and a, and a great occasion. Yeah, and well, you've been going all right there in the crowd stake. So how does this work for you? Do you open other stands or is it just first in, first serve if you can get tickets? No, look, we uh, twenty two and a half thousand people. We can get in without putting uh, a stand in at the um, at the West End, and and we don't do that. I mean, I'd rather have the place full at twenty two and a half. And for games like last week when we only had twelve and a half thousand people, there's still a fantastic um, atmosphere at the ground. So rather create a little bit of anxiety there. And yeah, it's uh, first in, uh, first serve this week. Mm. So do you find like how many people travel? Uh, from the Canterbury region to come down to, to see this game? Because every year when I look at it, it's chocker, but I wonder if it's people, you know, from perhaps that have grown up in the in the Crusaders area who've, who perhaps might have emigrated south. Yeah, no, look, on average, guys, uh, between four and 5,000 people have travelled to the games over the last three or four years. Uh, and we already know in the pre-sales that there's uh, um, over 4,000 people coming from um, north of the Waitaki, so uh, there'll be a there'll be a, a fair bit of red and black in the crowd. The fact that you've got so many home games at the front end of the season, Roger, does that kind of affect your ticket sales at all? Uh, we thought it might have. Um, you know, we were a little bit concerned because we've got a lot of concerts here at, uh, this year as well. But look, it hasn't happened. Uh, the guys are obviously playing good brand of rugby, as are all the New Zealand teams, and. We've been lucky enough in those three games that uh, two of those games have been Kiwi teams and both the Blues and the Crusaders uh, and obviously the home team have, have drawn big crowds. So uh, it's it's great for us. And, yeah, we're up with the sort of averages that we've had over the last year, which will, you know, hopefully see us at the end of the year with sort of seven and a half to 18,000 average crowd, which is fantastic for a, a small um, uh, region like ourselves. Yeah. Two, so you've got obviously two extra derby games, one of those being at home. What does that do to your bottom line, having that extra game each season now? Oh, look, it's um, it's one of those things that we used to be compensated for anyway, so it, it won't make a big difference to the bottom line. But uh, look, for the fans, they want to see great rugby, and, and obviously um, one our team turns on some pretty cool rugby in that indoor stadium and uh, and. So the other teams that come and play there. So the local derbies are the are preference, but we're still getting big crowds for those other teams as well, which is you know is, is exactly what your competition needs. Mm. Roger, you know the the competition's slightly different than last year. Cheetahs, Kings, Force gone. Do you think that has improved the perception of the quality of teams um, in the, in the competition? You know, I don't know about the perception, but I think the quality of the team's definitely improved. I think we've already seen that with some of the performances by the Bulls and the Stormers. I haven't seen a lot of the other teams, you know, the South Africa teams play, but those two teams have definitely improved. And, and from what I've seen, you know, small doses of the Australian teams before they start playing the Kiwis, that uh, with the reduced number of teams there, they seem to have improved as well. So as soon as you get more competitive, then obviously um, that's going to help attract the fans as well. Well, our, our goal still, guys, is all about what the home team can bring to the game. And, and Holland is over the 
over the last few years with different coaches have played a brand of rugby that the fans want and the majority of our crowd, although we've got a lot of people coming from Camry this week, uh, the rest of the crowds come locally. So it's the local crowd coming to support the local team is uh, what drives our sales. We're chatting with Roger Clark, Chief Executive of the Highlanders. They play the Crusaders tomorrow. Of course, that's live on Radio Sport. Uh, how about Aaron Major, the new coach? How do you think he's tracking just a few games in charge? Yeah, look, I think um, Aaron's done a ha- um, had a big impact on the club already. Um, he's done everything he possibly can with his team. He's got a very good team around him, and, and I think he's done everything he possibly can to get them into a position to perform at their best. And at the moment, we're two from two, and uh, the big test over the next three weeks where we get the chance to play you know, three of the, other, the best teams in the competition. So, look, the boys have gone well, uh, but at the end of the day, um, as we all know, the um, the fans uh, are only interested in how the team's results go. So, uh, But at this stage, yeah, uh, great addition to our team. And as far as, you know, resting players, rotating players, being aware of other commitments with, say, the All Blacks, Roger, for Aaron and his role, how much of that is part of the pre-season planning and is cast in stone and how much of it is actually flexible? Yeah, look, I think the, uh, there's a bit of both, really. Um, firstly, there's a lot done at pre-season to work out what it's going to look like. Um, but then, obviously, um, injuries uh, and form play a big part in, um, in how that goes. So, look, it, it's, it's planned, but then they've also got to have the opportunity to be flexible as well because at the end of the day, the, the, the results are what you need. So, um, you know, we know what we've got to do. It's just a matter of sometimes when that happens. Mm. Uh, Roger, you know, you guys, uh, like you mentioned, you, you get, you know, big crowds that come in for you all the time in there as well. You know, and, and I know that back in, I think, probably the 90s, I'd say, that might have been one of the heydays of Carisbrook there because there was that real relationship, well, it was perceived from the outside anyway, between, you know, um, Otago Rugby, the Highlanders, and the, that whole student body that you've got there. And I noticed the zoo's really going for it. But being a student is quite expensive nowadays. So how have you guys managed to work the relationship between yourselves and the student population to get those Scarfies back back in there and packing out that end zone like you do? Yeah, look, we, uh, we've got a great relationship with the University of Otago. They're obviously one of our major sponsors and, and um, one, of, one of the, um, I suppose, keys to that is driving uh, the first-year students. So uh, the university and ourselves and OUSA uh, put together a package at the beginning of the year uh, which allows 2,000 of those first-year students to buy season memberships, uh, and that's at a, a highly reduced rate, so it's a pretty inexpensive package. And then what we find is once those 2,000 people uh, are in there and talking about it, uh, that encourages other people to go. And, you know, in saying that, um, I think last week we probably got those season members, whereas this week, you know, the other, uh, there's only 5,000 seats in there, so the other... 3,000 seats sells out because it's um, going to be a great fixture as it did for the Blues. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting little dynamic, but at the moment uh, they're having a great time as well when they come there. So the zoo is <laughs> it's entertainment in itself, but it's also uh, part of our entertainment for the entire crowd. So it'll be absolutely chocker tomorrow? Uh, it is absolutely chocker tomorrow, yeah. Good stuff. Well, uh, Roger, uh, all the best, mate. Thank you very much for your time this morning. And uh, just uh, for those listening there that are maybe trying to get in anywhere, tickets, where do they go? Yeah, they've all got to go onto the Ticket Direct website. And uh, there may be there may be some tickets left at the ground tomorrow. But uh, at the moment, uh, the sales are going really, really well. Right. well thanks, Roger. I appreciate that. I, I don't know if I'd be taking my chances on a walk-up tomorrow. Nah.
No, you've got to get I'm, an I'm early. I'm jumping in there today. Yeah.